Hi guys, thanks for tuning in once again. Shout out to all our listeners who have stayed true um, on the show. Today is another podcast day. Remember, it's a show where we bring you fresh and exciting content. It's real, it's raw, and it's the truth. Welcome to this week's edition of the Truth Podcast. Good evening, it's another episode of the Truth Podcast. And yes, it's lovely to let us encroach your space this Friday evening. Friday night, yeah. Now, last week, we talked about certain things and we promised ourselves that this month we're also going to talk about um, financial management. Last time we had a wonderful guest with us, no other person than Pastor Dan, who has been a very lovely and nice, resourceful person for us. And he talked about financial management. Now we are going into the part two of that where we'll be talking about risk management. Like we promised you all, we'll be taking it in bits, and this is the episode of the risk management. I will not be alone on this podcast. With me is Mary Augustine. And yes, our lovely resource person, Pastor Daniel. Welcome, Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. Thank you very much. Welcome. So, I enjoyed what you told us last time. Um, we discussed a little bit about financial management and there was something I remember I took home. You said, as it is, you already have some money set aside even for your own burial. That shook me. So, with that, I, I had to start taking a lot of measures to check certain things I do. And truth be told, some of the things you told us has actually worked out for me. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, and it's good to have you on the show today that will be talking about risk management. You know, this is um, a wide topic and it's something that everybody should um, look out for because for your business to succeed or fail, it's sometimes or many times it's just anchored on the kind of risk or the kind of things you do or not do. Because many times it's not only about what you do, you can do a lot of things and just that thing you did not, you know, look out for will just be the, the whole problem. So it's good to have you today on the show, Pastor Daniel Liang. So we'll dive in straight into the, today's topic, risk management. But sir, before we go ahead, what exactly can we say is risk management? Thank you once again. Well, I will want to say you see, when you are handling some topics, it's possible that when you are presenting it, it may be very, very sophisticated. Yes. And if you don't make it easy, you confuse your listeners. Yes. Now, you're asking me what is risk management. I can just put it in a simple definition that risk management is managing risk. Then we'll come down to what is risk. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yes. Good. Yes. Beautiful yes. now. So, but before you can manage risk, yes. you should understand what, what the risk is yes. all about. Today you hear people talk about risk, 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 but many people don't understand what risk is. Actually, risk involved uncertainty about the implication of an activity 
with respect to what you have or what you value. If you look at it in a very simple sense, we can say it is the possibility of something bad happening. Something bad happening. Many of us today, we enter into business, we don't believe that something bad can happen. But for you to talk about risk management, you need to understand what risk is all about. Now, if you now understand that, ah, you see, the likelihood that the thing will happen, because when you talk about risk, you talk about likelihood, you talk about impact. The likelihood that this thing will happen, you put it into a ratio. Now, if it happens, it becomes the impact. Now, so when you have this understanding, the next question you ask is, okay, what is now the risk management? Now, risk management will now be a process. It's not a one story, it's a process where you'll be able to identify the risk. After identifying the risk, you analyze the risk. You understand? So people will tell you, you assess the risk, you see the risk. Is this something I can bear? Is this something... I can let go. Is this something I can manage? Is this something I can transfer? So after you have analyzed it, you now rank it. You arrange it because you must arrange your risk. When you arrange this risk, you now test it. After testing it, you now do what we call, there's what we call, um, you know, you, you test risk. When you test risk, you now try as much as to say, okay, what can I apply to this risk? You understand? Mm. To see how reduce effect. How it will reduce effect. Because if you don't do risk analysis, see many people just do this at the job. You must do risk analysis before you do risk treatment. Wow. That's why I say that's why I want to remember. You do risk treatment. Now, after you are through with the risk treatment, you learn some things along the line. When you learn those things along the line, you document those things. Hmm. Every risk you have or you expect, you must document it. So that if it happens, what plan did you have for it? So you don't need to run a skelter. You quickly say, okay, this was the plan we have for it. For example, none of us here knew that in Nigeria they will ban Twitter. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. <laughs> so for me... Okay. If I'm, I don't use Twitter, so I don't, I don't use Twitter because I know a lot of people have lost their jobs now. Yes. yes and they did not do a risk management. Hmm. That if this happens, what will I fall back to? Do you understand? So you now, at, at every time, you must always be reviewing your risk. You must always be reviewing your risk. I think, uh, let me just. Uh, wow. Just end wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. With what you said now, I it brought me back to something that I began to do earlier this year. Um, I said, okay, I was going to learn how to trade. And with some of my friends, I noticed that for every trade we entered, this particular guy was our mentor, kept saying something. He said, make sure you have a stop loss. Make sure you have a stop loss. Now, this I'm telling you is about crypto. Now, in the process, I realized that every time we enter the trade and it hit our stop loss, sometimes we start seeing profit again. 
just after that, in the process, we have been pulled out of the market because it hit our stop loss. But what that thing does for us is, eventually, all our assets did not get lost. And then, at some point, we decided, no, we are not going to put stop loss. <laughs> Sir, I woke up on Monday morning. Your capital is gone. <laughs> I received liquidation call. <laughs> Everything has gone. 100 USDT. Like that. Yeah. And the truth is, I felt bad because I would have probably not lost that much if per adventure and risk management. Exactly. So that stop loss was another kind of risk management. And then another risk management I saw was learn your trade properly. Be an expert in it if you can. And in the process, don't always depend on what you know learn from other people's risk management. So, I want to ask, in a business, how do you identify your risk? You see, before I even go into that, let me just speak from what you said, you see. No matter how expert you think you may be. Yes. Right? Yes. You must always learn risk management. Risk management is very important. How do I mean? For example, when you apply risk management into your trading, I'm using your own mm -hmm. example. Yes. It will simply help you not to lose all your money. Yes. There's what we call in in risk two. We call it if what if analysis. Yes. What if? What if this happens? Nobody knows. Okay. We are not good. And we are not trying to be negative. We're, just we're not trying being, to be negative. Yes, just so, being, you see, I want to see the higher the risk, the higher the returns. You understand? Yes. So now, I want to see, okay, this is a risk. Hmm? How averse are you to risk? That's what we call risk threshold. That's the stop loss. Yes. When this thing gets here, I think my appetite for this risk is okay. I can enter a business and say, okay, if this thing happens, like if you put stop loss, stop loss is just saying that if it gets to this point, yeah, this so is the level I want to lose in my capital yes. than for me to lose Everything. the whole of my capital. But you see, many people don't have this culture. They say, let's leave it. Yes. And when you leave it, you go bankrupt. Premium tears. Okay. You go bankrupt. Now, how do you identify risk? Before you start a business, you must carry out what we call research. Research on the business you want to do. I always advise people that don't run a research yourself. I think last time I said to us here that experience is not the best teacher. Yes. That history is the, the best, best teacher. teacher. Now, if I want to run a business, I should go to someone that has done that business before I know that person must have made a lot of mistakes before growing his trajectory to get to where he is now. So I go to such a place, I will understand what the fellow is doing. Now I want to do a business. The next thing is what if this happens? Just give me a business, a simple business that we can do so that I can tell you how you can identify. Foodstuff. 
foodstuff. Good. Someone that is into foodstuff. You want selling. you want to buy and sell foodstuff, yes. for instance. All right. You're going to market to buy foodstuff, true or false? Yes. What if you have accident and die on the way? Or back down. That's risk. Do you see how you think? Yes. Okay. God forbid, I will pray it out in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> Fine. I'm a pastor by the grace of God, yes. but I understand how to manage my risk, how to transfer. You transfer risk. risk. You share risk. You understand? For instance, I have a car. I will share the risk. If anything happens to my car, if you are not giving me all, you give me some. So they cannot give you 100%. Yes. That, that's now, the insurance company. Yes, that is okay. transferring, transferring or sharing. Risk. You can okay. you can accept risk, which is okay. If it gets to this number, mm. no problem. You understand? You can avoid risk completely. completely. That, I, I don't want any risk of this matter. But when you are avoiding the risk, you must be looking at what we call alternatives. Mm. So now let's quickly go back to the identification. Mm. Now, the way I was thinking about it, I said, okay, all right, nothing happens. What if I am coming? I'm, I want to be selling gari. Mm. You know, gari, dry gari does not, gari is a, what do you call it in English? Cassava, Cassava flakes. I'm coming from the market and we're in rainy season. What is the risk there? that any time rain can fall. Yes. And when rain falls, what happens? You lose your money, you start soaking gari, yeah. and you cannot soak all the gari that you have bought. Oh, yeah. So how do you now, once you have identified what can cause you to lose, or for your business to go bad, you now begin to work it out that what can I do to stop for the reduction? Coming, buying the gari now, okay. hmm? I can do uh, uh, insurance in transit. Okay. That if anything happens, insurance will pay me. Okay. For bringing, I'm just using those two examples because of our short time. Yes. For bringing the gari in rainy season, oh, I need to buy a nylon bag, rubber bag, that rain will not That's enter. Okay. Do you understand? So to identify risk, eh, not only you, can do it. You can even involve an expert. I, that, I was coming to that. Sir. I Good. was coming to that. You can involve an expert. There are people that are into it. They will be asking you questions. They will not generate the risk treatment or the risk plan for you. They will ask you questions. This business, what do you think? So that when it comes, you will be the one to also give your solution. Because even your workers too that are working too, they will, you see, risk is not for one man. Your employees too are supposed to also be involved in gathering risk, but you you must be responsible. We have people that are, that are responsible for this. If this happens, who will we call? If that happens, who, who will we call? So these are the things you must do. So you sit down and say, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do the risk. Now from the buying of the gary, the call the the, what do you call it, corn flakes, yes. or cassava flakes. After bringing it in, you bring it to your shop. What if rats, huh. oh, old loves, which is, comes in? You understand? Mm. The next thing is, what do you do? You begin to block every hole and begin to put 
You cannot even put rat poison because they, they, they you, you don't know who will come. You can see the risk. So everything we do, we have what we call inherent risk. There are risks in everything we do. Now, when you try to mitigate and block it, we now have what we call residual risk. After you have reduced all the risks, there will still be some. There will still be a need to. Yes. Okay, I was going to ask, like you, you were saying, is it that we should, okay, for a small business, should a small business um, go ahead to get a skilled person, a professional risk management, a manager rather, to you know manage their risk while they try to build a business? You know, um, Sam was saying something. You know, I'm a, I, I have a small business. I am good with creating. I have ideas. I'm, you know, my mind. But I don't know. I don't know how to manage risk. I don't know anything about risk. And if I had even listening to it, I still don't understand it properly. Do I need to get a skilled person, someone that is professional, someone that is their job, you know, to manage the okay. risk for me? There is what we call social capital. Social capital. I use that a lot. I don't pay money. I get, what do you mean by social capital? I know you are good, you are proficient in this. Okay. You have prowess in this, you have prowess in this. Because a small business person cannot pay a professional risk manager. Hmm. You understand? Yes. But when you are talking to someone that is in the business, he must have encountered some, some risk or the other. Okay. From there, you begin to learn the ropes. Hmm. Okay. You can see you'll be saving money. But if you are a big business, you want to start a big business, for instance, I've entered this place. This is a very wonderful studio. Okay. I've not Thank seen you. fire extinguisher. Because maybe the owner of this studio is trying to manage costs. What if, analysis, I do that a lot, yeah. there is fire outbreak. You now be calling Jesus that is in heaven. Oh, my Lord. Do you understand? So, you, you see the point now, so getting a professional is good, but if you don't have the resources, resources to get, to. go to those that are in to that same similar business and begin to engage them as if you want to do research from there, you begin to get one, to, or one thing or the other, okay. and you also go online and say, what are the dangers encountered in this business? You learn. You can reduce your costs, so that's just it. Wow, wow, that was, that was huge. Okay, now, what advice can you actually give to someone whose um, risk management skill or has done everything like you said? I've asked questions, I've tried to look at history, and then I've tried to apply the risk management um, skills that I felt, okay, this business should, and at this point in time, start working out properly. And then in the long run, something else happens, which I never envisioned. Take for example, um, I think I'm going to come back to the crypto space because of the fact that that is where I uh, I mm, have oh, my yeah. um, you experience. Know, experience. Yeah. At some point in time in March, Bitcoin was something around sixty-four thousand dollars, and then somebody made a statement once. It came down to fifty something. The Chinese came out, dropped another message came down to 40 and I have a friend who was ready to sell at 64 
But because of the extra amount of money she had placed on it, she was expecting us to actually buy at that rate, which was close to $64,000. Now she felt it will rise, it will rise, it will rise, and we are now in June. Guess what? Bitcoin is currently at $35,000. What? $35,000 okay. from 64. Okay? Now, for such a person, she had probably done everything right. And then something out of the moon occurred. What should be the steps to be taken to come out of that kind of ditch? You see, um, how would I put it? She has done everything right. You know, I talked about inherent risk. Yes. I talked about residual risk. Now, when you trade, greed comes in. Definitely. Emotions comes in. <laughs> what you do, I will only encourage that fellow because for if you do trend analysis, bitcoins will still come up. Definitely. We'll still come and try that high. You understand? But you don't know when. That is the problem. Good. Now, what did the person do? Number one is this. You see, if you have some volatile trades, businesses, eh? I used to trade Forex. You must understand what technical analysis is. You must understand what fundamental analysis is. Technical, I'm very good. I'm very good at technical analysis. You understand? Fundamental is news. what is news. News. So yeah. if you know, if you see people that when they cough, right? Yes. What I will do is, even that cough, because it is coming down, I will jump out of the market. So that is, she didn't have that plan because yes. there was no risk. If there was a risk but that, ah, like, okay, for instance, I entered into Ethereum 1,300. I said, when it gets to 2,000, I will sell. Do you understand? That is a risk I have accepted. If anything happens, yeah, I'll take I'll Immediately, go to that place because I was dis disciplined enough. I sold it. The thing came down again as it was coming down. It now came back to 1.5. I said, let me hold on, if it's going down. It didn't go, it started coming. I now entered at 1.9. Hmm. When I entered at 1.9, it came to 1.5. One, one I, I looked at the market because of my technical analysis. It was having a double bottom. I said, no, it will go, go up. Let me relax. Immediately, it moved from that one and it got to one nine. I didn't go. Now, supposing I had money, I would have done edging. Yes. I would edge the, as the, it's coming up. You understand? So these are the things you must put into. See, that's why I said risk management is something that before you go into a business, you must conduct your risk management. You don't start a business without your risk plan. You don't. Because when the thing happens, the, the, the negatives comes, you won't know what to do. But if you have documented that, if this happened, this is what I'll do. If that happened, this is what I'll do. You see yourself, when that thing comes, you won't struggle. Yes. You just see you yourself. You work with what you have. Okay. So for such a fellow, you understand, now that it's like this, I can only say, hold on. Because the trend we are is crypto it will still surge up. But go and look for money to buy now that is low, so that as it's going up, 
you are making some money, you are recovering some of the losses. Some losses that you understand. Wow. So that's okay. wow. When a risk is too much for a business, what do you advise the person? Like you said, do you, you do research. Do yes, you okay. do research before you enter a business. You do research. You 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 take questionnaires if possible. Like ask questions. Go out there and see how those who are doing it are doing it. What's going on and stuff. But is it possible that a risk can be like okay? Yeah, it's possible. Like it's possible that a risk can be like the risk you've actually noticed, observe, or you've been told is really too much. Is it okay to say you should pull out or continue? You know, I said something by passing that it's either you avoid a risk okay it's either you accept a risk you can transfer the risk, the risk the or risk. you can share the, the risk. risk there's another one more you understand now if you do your risk then i said something about risk appetite how many of the risk can you take if you discover that when you take a higher risk, it's going to wipe away your capital, mm-hmm. you don't go into it. Now, if you say, okay, I want to go into this business and this is how much I can get, you can call another friend to come and take the other part of the risk. Okay. okay. So you share You share, have shared share it. So if anything happens, I will not be losing 100%. Okay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And I cannot say, okay, if this happens, let me just I accept this. Okay. I walk away. So, wow, wow, wow! It's been so a lovely evening, getting so much information. And the truth is, it's not just about getting this information; it's about applying. Yes, exactly. and it's a process. It's a process. And from everything you've said, it, and it takes discipline. discipline. You know, and lot of questions actually. Yes, lot of questions, research. You don't just blindly go into anything. Wow. Not just business, whatever it is, because you know there are risks attached to every single thing. Like, let me just you know, add something. Do you know that now, yeah, people go to bed, they sleep, they don't wake up again. Oh, very. It's becoming. Really I think a pastor like, just. That just really now you can imagine you leaving your family without a will, and you just go like that, and you cause problem in the family. That you write a will down does not mean you want to die. Mm. But what if they bring out that will, they read the will for you, you plan. For example, you are married, your wife does not, understand, does not have your, your, what do you call it? ATM pin. Your pin, your passwords. If you die, the money remains in the bank. You might not even know it's there. You might not even know some people, you might not even know. Yes. But what do I do? My personal account, for instance, I attach my wife as a signatory. Our own account, I'm also a signatory. If anything happens, what if anything happens, I can quickly go pack the tea hat because I have access to Sweet. it. Yeah. So you see now that we have, there's a risk we have seen. Yes, yes I We have planned it planned that money. if this happens, we yeah. dive into this. If that happens, we dive into it. So. We just need to, as much as possible, if you have not planned a risk, please don't go. And if you see that your threshold for risk is low, low, you don't need to go overboard because you are the one that will cry alone in your room. When they see you, see what's happening, they say you are praying or you are crying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, a personal experience, you know, I have, um, you know, lost business 
not one, not twice because of poor risk management. management. Yeah. So it's not, this is not, this is personal to me actually. So we are not telling you, I mean, we are not talking about um, something that is not applicable. This is very much applicable. Yeah. So from what Pastor has said now, like I've heard so much, especially the sharing of risk. Like now I know that I don't have to be like, it's so like, it's I, I don't have like, yeah, I can, I can share this risk and I can either accept it and I can transfer it. I can or also it. avoid, can avoid the risk. So I don't know with this, I, I think we've heard so much and I don't know if you have just one or two words to tell to, our our, you know, our listeners this evening. Well, what I want to say is life in itself is a risk. risk. Everything we do has a risk in it. Don't go out there without identifying the risk. Don't go out there without evaluating the risk. Do everything possible to ensure that you know the risk that is involved in a thing before you go ahead to do it. Many of us, we have cars, we don't ensure it. What if? So take it as a deliberate effort to ensure that you run your risk management correctly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pastor Dan. It's lovely to have you in the house and we hope to have you next month also thank you very much thank okay you. before we leave i want to add if you have a question a personal question about risk management maybe um in the course of our conversation we didn't hit your part we didn't hit what's applied to you you can Some drop time, your question yeah. your comments you can reach out to us so we will talk about it next time pastor is now an in-house person so we can always you know you know, invite him, of course, to help us. <laughs> you can always just take it. just more of his time. He's a very busy person. He has a lot to do. But of course, I'm very sure he's happy. You know, um, impacting this knowledge, and he'll be happy to know that a lot Actually, of persons are listening. Because someone called me in the last see, edition, and I had to start explaining something. I was really happy. I said, ah, "So people are listening." Yes, yeah, <laughs> people are listening. So I don't you, know. You see, so. You see, so you can reach out to us. You can send us an email at uh, the truth podcast at gmail.com. The truth podcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to receive, and then we'll get Pastor here to, you know, to, to, to tell us more about. Okay, so said. the truth podcast is actually D, like the letter D, dog. Yes, D, D yeah, the truth, truth podcast yes, yes, at yes. gmail.com. Thank you very much. It's been lovely encroaching your space. We say, have a lovely weekend. And shout out to Blessing. Yes. She's not in the studio. I know you didn't hear her voice. So we are wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So take care of yourself and enjoy bye. your weekend. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast.